Hi, everyone. Welcome to the third episode of our special edition of In the Midst podcast with Brooklyn. This is a place for you to come into the midst of God right in the midst of your day, whatever that might be, maybe laying on the couch, doing dishes, driving. The Lord is in your midst, and this is a chance for you to engage with Him right here, right now. A few weeks ago, my daughter woke up from her morning nap abnormally upset. My son and I looked at each other when we heard her first start to cry because she sounded scared, almost panicked. It was definitely out of character for her, and so the two of us quickly started heading up the stairs, and as we did, we started calling out to her, "'We're coming, baby girl. Here we come. It's okay.'" About midway up the stairs, her crying actually stopped, and my son turned to me in excitement and said, "'Mom, she hears us. She stopped crying.'" And it was true. Our voices calmed her, and they quieted her. They brought comfort, a reminder that she was not alone. You know, voices have a major effect on our lives. Just like it was so with my daughter, some voices can calm us and quiet us. Other voices can stir us into panic, paralyze us with fear, cause us to feel discouraged or distressed. And because of their significant impact on our lives, I think it's incredibly important that we pay attention to what voices we are listening to. So I want to ask you, what voices do you listen to? Maybe it's the voices of your friends or your spouse. Maybe you listen to the voices in the news or the media, or maybe the voice of God through prayer or the Bible, the voice of your pastor maybe, or the voices of people you follow on social media. Spend some time now with God and identify any and all voices that you listen to, and don't use this time to assign judgment on those voices. Don't try to discern whether they're good voices to listen to or bad voices to listen to. Just merely identify the voices that are speaking into your life today. Back in Jesus's day, shepherds did things a little differently than they do now. You know, we're used to shepherds standing at the back of a flock of sheep or a flock of cows, right? And sort of driving them forward. We see this today on ranches or on farms. But a couple thousand years ago in the Middle East, Palestinian shepherds did things differently. You see, instead of standing at the back of their flock, Palestinian shepherds would stand at the front of their flock. And the way that they would drive their sheep was by using their voice. Shepherds would call their sheep forward, guiding them and leading them with the sound of their voice. Now, this meant a few things. Number one, it meant that the sheep had to really know their shepherd's voice. In fact, they had to know their shepherd's voice so well that they could differentiate it from another shepherd's voice. After all, they wouldn't want to follow the wrong shepherd and get lost from the flock. 
And then number two, this style of shepherding also put a great responsibility on the shepherd. Because while the sheep or the flock had to attune themselves to their shepherd's voice, shepherds had to be really careful to never randomly or generically call sheep that weren't a part of their flock. Shepherds had the great responsibility of calling only the sheep that belonged to them. Do you see how voices were really important back in the day too, especially in the lives of shepherds and flocks of animals? Well, throughout scripture, God and Jesus described themselves as shepherds. Did you know that? Shepherds to a flock and the flock being their children, you and I, the ones who have committed our lives to following after God. Jesus actually spoke more specifically on this idea of shepherds and the flock in John chapter 10, verse 3, and he said this, And the sheep recognize the voice of the true shepherd, for he calls his own by name and leads them out, for they belong to him. And when he has brought out all his sheep, he walks ahead of them, and they will follow him, for they are familiar with his voice. There are a few things that I really love about this passage of scripture. I love that it says that Jesus, the true shepherd, calls his own by name. How personal, right? Jesus is so personal, so close and intimate with you and I. I love that he knows our name. I love also that he claims his flock too. I love that he says that they belong to him, that there is this sort of passionate ownership that he has over his flock. And then I especially love that piece at the end of the passage that parallels the tactics of the Palestinian shepherds. Did you catch it? You see, Jesus says that he walks ahead of his flock and the flock follows because they are familiar with his voice. How familiar are you with the voice of God? Do you quickly recognize when God is speaking to you? Or does it take some time for you to pick up on God's voice? Where do you hear his voice loudest? Where do you hear his voice clearest? Are you able to differentiate his voice from the voices of others, say maybe the media or the enemy? I want you to spend some time now and think over and process how familiar you are with the voice of God. One of my all-time favorite passages of scripture happens in Jesus's first post-resurrection appearance. So after he rises, one of the very first appearances that he makes to some of his people. You see, there was this woman, Mary, and Jesus had previously healed Mary when Jesus was alive and he casted seven demons out of Mary. 
And if we fast forward a few chapters after Jesus has been crucified and then buried, we read in John 20 that Mary, the same woman, shows up at Jesus's tomb early on Sunday morning. In fact, she's just one of a couple women who went to the tomb early on that day. Well, she gets there and she sees that the stone that had been in front of Jesus's tomb had been rolled away. And so she runs to Peter and John, a few of Jesus's disciples, and all three of them run back to the tomb. After some time of investigating the empty tomb, Peter and John eventually leave, but Mary stays. And we read that she's standing there and she's weeping outside of the tomb and she notices a man behind her and she thinks it's the gardener. And so she starts begging him to tell her where they had taken her Lord, her Jesus. And then the man, not a gardener at all, but rather the resurrected Jesus himself in his first appearance to anyone after his resurrection says to her, Mary. He just speaks her name. That's it. And immediately Mary turns toward him and she cries out to him. She cries out to her Jesus. Do you know how Mary figured out that that man was Jesus and not a gardener? You see, she knew that it was Jesus by the sound of his voice speaking her name. Let's jump back to that passage that we read earlier. It says, the sheep recognize the voice of the true shepherd, for he calls his own by name, Mary. If Jesus called your name today, would you recognize it? Are you that familiar with his voice? Spend some time now processing this moment at the tomb and reflecting on how well Mary knew the sound of Jesus speaking her name. Some of you find yourself abnormally upset today, just like my daughter when she woke up from that nap, or just like Mary weeping at the tomb of Jesus. And the question I think we need to ask ourselves is, whose voice are we listening to? Whose voice are we waiting to hear from? Whose voice are we attuning our ears to? You see, there's a voice of one that knows us and calls us by name, a voice that brings us peace and comfort and companionship. Remember how when my son and I were going up the stairs calling out to my daughter, it was her hearing our voice that brought her peace, that calmed her and quieted her. This is God's voice. It's a voice that goes on ahead of us and it calls us and leads us forward simply by the sound of his voice. Are we listening for this voice? Are we straining our ears to hear what he has to say to us? Or are we attuning our ears to a variety of other voices that don't know us personally, 
couldn't pick our name out from a crowd, aren't concerned with leading us toward abundance or fullness of life. Whose voice are we listening to? The truth about God's voice is that it will truly be the only one to offer you the comfort, peace, and quieting that you not only need, but probably desperately want right now. So let's attune our ears to hear his voice. Earlier, I asked, where do you hear God's voice the loudest or the clearest? Maybe it's in nature. Maybe it's reading the Bible. Maybe it's in solitude or serving others. Whatever area it is that you hear God's voice the loudest and the clearest, engage with that more often. Build time for it into your regular rhythms of your week. Let's attune our ears to hear from the one voice that we need most right now. The sheep recognize the voice of the true shepherd, for he calls his own by name. They belong to him. He walks ahead of them and they will follow him, for they are familiar with his voice. Thanks for listening to this special episode of In the Midst podcast. If you'd like more information about God Loves All of Me, you can check us out online at godlovesalloofme.org or catch up with us on Instagram at username godlovesalloofme. The music provided in each episode was created by Allie Allen, and you can check her out on Instagram as well at username ally.allen. And lastly, if this podcast spoke to you, if something about it resonated within you, will you share it with somebody? Will you send it off to maybe somebody God is putting on your heart or your mind right now? And also, I would be so grateful if you would take a minute or two and write up a review or rate this podcast. It is not about notoriety. It's just that rates and reviews help this podcast become easier to find. And I would love for you to play a part in opening the door for another person to experience God in their midst. Thanks so much for tuning in today. We'll catch up on the next episode.